listening to the Piano Pod, where we talk to the brightest minds in the industry about how they are bringing the piano into the 21st century. Welcome back to the Piano Pod. I am Yukimi Song. I'm Clara Zhao. And where's Eric? Oh my goodness! All right. Yes, we have.、Um, we'll make an announcement in a minute, but. This is a very special episode of TPP because we have quick and important announcements. And first of all, so here's the news: we're very sad to inform you that Eric stepped down from his post as a co-host and co-producer of the show. And the last episode, episode number five, was his last appearance as a co-host. Well, we announced his exit on our social media accounts a few days ago. I'm sure a lot of you have seen,、uh, but we just want to tell you, our listeners, in person. Yes. So let me read you his statement. So, quote, "Dear TPP fans, it is with a mixture of sadness and excitement that I am announcing my transition from the co-host of the Piano Pod. While I have loved all the stimulating discussions with our very talented group of guests over the past year, I'm scaling back my responsibilities in order to focus on my compositional work, including an intensive project that has taken off after years in the making." I will be moving to more of an advisory role, while Clara and Yukimi will select a new co-host and continue to record new episodes with the rest of our excellent season two guest roster. I'm very proud of what we have accomplished together, and hope that you, our listeners, found our guests as inspiring as I did. I'm looking forward to seeing the Piano Pod continue to flourish. If you ever want to know what I am up to musically, you can find my updates at erichandermusic.com. I hope to cross paths with you again in the future. End quote. So, Clara, what do you think of that? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, we had such a great year working together with Eric. You know, since the、mm. beginning,、we、launched it. You know, the show in August 2020. It feels like a、oh, long time ago, right? Oh my gosh, I've 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 aged. <laughs> I know. It's like oh my gosh, and it was just、uh, in the midst of、uh, pandemic, and、uh, you know, as a way to adjust to the new musical reality.、Mm-hmm. And yeah, we really we worked together 98 percent.、Mm. Probably,、um, you know, remotely, and、mm-hmm. but yet we felt really close as friends and almost colleagues, and but you、mm-hmm. know, we also almost felt like a family, you know. But we were. I know.、Team. Yeah, I, I, and then you know, look at us. I mean, I feel so much closer to you, Clara, because I've known you such a long time, but I have never felt so close to you like that. So, Eric, we will miss having you as a co-host, and but we're very. Very happy and excited about your new adventure in your career, and we have、uh, you have our full support. Now let's talk about the future, right? So because he is leaving, he he has left his post. So we may be looking for a third co-host, permanent co-host soon. But in the meantime, we'll just experiment with a new format by inviting a guest co-host. We'll explain that a little bit more later. And we have another announcement, exciting announcement, Clara. Yeah, well, guess what, listeners? We have our seventh social、oh、media my... platform. Oh my god! Really? Oh my goodness! And guess、mm-hmm. what? It is 
Well, mostly it's uh, towards the Chinese audience in mainland China. Wow. As uh, most of you guys know that, you know, in mainland China, a lot of the websites are blocked. Facebook, Google, you know, mm. YouTube and such. And so Bilibili is a this uh, video sharing platform in, mm. based in Shanghai. And um, on this platform, uh, users can submit, view and add overlaid uh, commentary um, videos and video also feature a real-time overlaying sub, uh, subtitle system for interactive playback experience called a bullet commenting comments mm -hmm. but you know most importantly you know for me you know my family still lives in mainland and mm -hmm. uh, we start a podcast we have you know we really share it everywhere but here China is a huge country and people mm -hmm. cannot really see it easily. So by opening Billy Billy, um, we are opening a new world. Wow, that is so exciting. But I know Clara did a lot of work to uh, open this uh, platform. So tell us how, what, what did it take for oh you to God. open an account? <laughs> I had to pass a 100 question exam. I got 64 points. Oh, oh gosh. Great. Wow. I Can you imagine if it was like this on YouTube, like you have to answer 100 questions just to open a YouTube account? Can you oh imagine? Oh my gosh. What, what sort of questions did you have to answer? I mean, even from you know, like Chinese history, Chinese mm. uh, uh, literature or poems that I luckily i i i think of myself i was like well you know what i was probably still good enough a student before i left so i still for you. some of them but i had to google a lot of them <laughs> and there are also but a lot of them are contemporary like uh, what mm. is on the bbc news uh in you know from britain or mm. what is uh, in the 60 minute documentary it's all translated into chinese but mm. it's really like a world um well knowledge of the world you have ah. to. so it's not just about china it's about the whole entire world or sometimes uh, what was in this documentary when the uh northern star or something about well i mean <laughs> it was a lot of stuff so. wow but can you imagine the they're trying to maintain the quality of the platform by asking these yeah somewhat complicated questions so that's amazing that's great so then we, are we posting some video clips uh, from the past yeah yep. okay so we're starting slow since uh unlike youtube and by the way for the audience who would like to use other languages when you are watching youtube you know youtube automatically uh has a translation feature so you could do that oh. um yeah so okay. you can watch our show you know we know we have a lot of audience from other side of the world mm -hmm. but in this particular billy billy i mm -hmm. had to insert all the subtitle mm -hmm. <laughs> language by language even chinese has you know several different type of chinese wow. uh, by hand i had to use google to help a little bit but mm -hmm. uh, yeah it's it's kind of fun and uh, overnight actually i shared with my parents and mm. <laughs> even just with mom's fam, uh, friends that we had uh, over almost 300 views overnight. So that wow, really that's happy. awesome. Yeah. So eventually our goal is to live stream from that right. Billy Billy platform. So stay tuned on that progress via our social media, right? Yep. Great. Excellent. So 
Now, before we get to uh, talk about the next two really exciting episodes, before that, I just want to give you guys, the listeners, the uh, data from Simplecast. Simplecast is the podcast hosting platform that we have been using. It's a really excellent, uh, actually, hosting platform. And uh, they give you the data uh, broken down by the numbers and by the countries from where our audiences are listening from. Uh, to our show and so forth. So uh, let's find out which countries are on that top 10 list according to Simplecast. Are we ready? Oh, I'm excited. All right. So number 10. Malaysia. Yay. Terima kasih. I hope I'm saying thank you correctly. Terima kasih. <laughs> thank our superstar Ray. <laughs> oh, that's right. Thank you. So now, number nine. Spain! Yay, gracias. Thank you. Number eight. Brazil! Obrigada. <laughs> Yay. Number seven. Iraq. Iraq. Shukran. Thank you. Thank you so much for listeners in Middle East. Yay. Number six. Germany! Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Number five. UK, United Kingdom. All right, thank you. Very much. No, all right, number four. Woohoo! Japan! Arigato gozaimasu! <laughs> number three. Canada! Thank you, merci. Merci, thank you. All right, so before I announce number two and number one, I just wanted to tell you, so up until the uh, Canada, it's been like, um, you know, like Canada is the only 3% of the entire uh, audience, right? Mm -hmm. Then number two occupies 26.73% of our audience. Can you imagine? Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So, uh, the country number two, Clara, go! Saudi Arabia! Oh my gosh, shukran! Thank you! We love you! So much! Oh my gosh! I know, right? It's just quite a surprise. Um, But thank you so much. Uh, We really, uh, we are very honored. So, then let's announce the country number one. It's our United States. All right. Yes, United States audiences are 43%. So that's that's excellent. Thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. And we will do our best to bring the hottest and most interesting uh, topics to you. So that stay tuned. And then be sure to subscribe and then rate and review our podcast shows, please. Yeah. All right, so and then let's take a look at Facebook followers. How many Facebook followers we have? Wow, we have 617 already. Oh, my yeah. goodness. I remember we were the first three in the first one. <laughs> <laughs> we liked ourselves. Yes, I remember. Like yes, but now up to 617. That's amazing. So what about Instagram followers as of today? 482. All right. Yes. And so please like us more. Now, how about uh, subscribers on YouTube? We passed 100. Yay! Uh, 123. Amazing. That's great. Yes. And then now we have a LinkedIn page, uh, which has how many? 272. 
And our goal is to get up to what number? A thousand. Okay. Well, actually, five hundred. Only five hundred. Uh, well, yeah. In order for us to be able to live stream from there, so. Five hundred is a good number. I mean, thousand would be like, oh my gosh, what what else do I have to do? <laughs> so let's just let's just stay humble and yes, five hundred is a good number. Yeah. So all the links of this is going to be listed in the comments section or for this case description section. So um, just visit us um, on those social platform sites, and uh, it would be amazing if you could give give us a thumb up, thumbs up. Let's talk about next two episodes, right? That's right. What is oh. happening? So the next episode, which will be uh, uh, broadcasting, I'll be published actually next week. And we invited Mr. Ricardo Hernandez. He is a entertainment and corporate attorney from Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, Ricardo's experience primarily lies in the fields of entertainment, intellectual property, and corporate law with a broad knowledge base based in the areas of music, technology, commercial lending, and mergers and acquisitions, acquisitions and day-to-day -day corporate matters. So as we mentioned before, we decided to invite, you know, uh, a guest co-host to uh, replace Eric's spot for a while. For this episode, we have Ms. Agiliki Sonis. Uh, she's a lawyer and a musician and uh, to assist us during the show. And she's actually a very good friend of Clara. So Clara, tell us more about your friend, Liki. Right. So, well, Liki, oh, she's such a beautiful singer and beautiful person mm. to begin with. And she's a New York-based Greek vocal artist, primarily mm. focused on uh, marrying Greek traditional music with jazz, uh, we actually collaborated together recently, Kimi mm. uh, and I, That's uh, right. with Angeliki. Uh, mm. But uh, you know, Angeliki has been a dear friend. We had a common friend of, mm. uh, and she's been in New York. But uh, mm. yeah, this recent collaboration brought us all together, and uh, that was at the time when Kimi and I were considering inviting a corporate uh, lawyer that's also in the entertainment uh, business, and mm. you know, we were in a car. And, and with Licky, and we were like, oh, maybe Angelique is a lawyer. And she was like, guess what? I have some friends. Mm. And uh, this all came together perfectly. Yes, I am so excited about this. And um, so I actually, I'm so happy that Licky is joining because uh, she could <laughs> be a perfect person to kind of know what to ask him because there are some things like, I, I'm really totally clueless in terms no of idea. yes <laughs> legal issues and everything and she would be perfect because she's a musician and she's a lawyer so I'm very excited about that so I just want to ask you guys audience if you have any questions or any legal issues related to music or maybe even teaching like teaching music out of your private studios and so forth please please feel free to email us as soon as possible because the date of the interview is this Thursday, Thursday morning, Eastern time. Uh, so uh, we can bring your questions and issues you shared with us anonymously during the show, during the interview on your behalf. So our email is thepianopodnyc at gmail.com, thepianopodnyc at gmail.com. And feel free to email us with questions to Ricardo. All right. 
Then this episode six will premiere on YouTube and live stream on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch a week from today, Tuesday, November 23rd at 8 p.m. Eastern. Now let's talk about episode lucky number seven. Who is it? Right. Oh my goodness. We are so lucky to have Black Buck, mm-hmm. artist, composer, lover of humans, and the Yamaha artist. Excellent, I know. So we were introduced to Backbok and his artistry by Dr. Alexandra Lee, uh, our guest of the previous episode. During during her interview, she mentioned about his music, and since then, we are so obsessed. Oh my goodness! You should check out his uh, some of his TikTok videos and Instagram. He's really active on Instagram and and、uh, TikTok, and he has does some really funny but also an excellent mix like of his music plus the video and everything.、Uh, let me just introduce him very quickly. So according to the article that I read, we、um, actually Clara shared with me on the it's the magazine、uh, Forbes Forbes magazine. June eighteenth, two thousand twenty-one, written by Andrea Zarchinsky. Quote: Neoclassical pianist composer Blackbuck Charles Wilson III found his calling at age six while performing a Mozart piece on a piano in his hometown of Detroit. Since then, the artist has worked with some of the biggest names in music, including Rihanna, Justin Timberlake, and John Mayer. End quote. So Blackbuck recently. Uh, released a new album called Black Book, which was inspired by the Black Lives Matter movement. And、uh, through his compositions, he illustrates his own emotional experiences and his community's experiences across pivotal moments in American history. Wow! So, I know I'm very excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about his video? Have you seen? <laughs> yeah, so many of them. Oh my gosh, he's it's funny, you know. I mean, he's such a brilliant pianist. You I know. know. He is,、uh, I would say, he's almost like、uh, he is a rapper, right? But he's yeah. like rapping with classical piano. You know. I know. But you know, honestly, Clara, I I have been telling my students, I, I the wrong thing. I I've been telling them. You can play pop, sure. If you want to play, you know Taylor Swift, go ahead. If you want to play Justin,、uh, Justin Bieber, sure.、Yeah. But you cannot play hip hop. I am sorry. I've been telling them, but boy, <laughs> was I wrong. I'm sorry, my students. I was wrong. Well, And Black Buck,、uh, Black Buck is amazing. He what he does on the piano with the hip hop rhythm and ah.、Uh, uh, And he he is a, such a skilled pianist, and he、uh, you can tell as soon as、uh, you see his video, he is a classically trained musician. So so Clara, so I was I was reading the article you shared, and it says that, like you know success of Netflix、um, drama Bridgerton,、um, wow. you know actually really affected,、uh, influenced the viewers of listening、mm. to more classical music. Can you imagine? I mean, I love that show, but yeah, yeah, lot to hear. <laughs> yeah, I was so into the actors, especially the what's his name, the the guy, the main character, because、right. he was so hot. I I I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention to too much music. <laughs> However, I noticed that like I I heard a pop music played by 
string instruments like mm, in a classical right. music style so i was like huh this is interesting and actually it it was arranged and uh, performed by vitamin string quartet from la uh, this quartet is actually widely known for its series of for of tribute albums to rock and pop acts huh interesting huh and then yeah and obviously bridgerton had a huge impact on them with streaming up by nearly 225 percent through the first four months of 2021 and then yeah so now i we've been interviewing a lot of guests in the past and and i noticed that you know before pandemic it's such a cliche saying before pandemic, but it's true. Like, I felt like there was a disconnect. Uh, there was really classical music world exist mm-hmm. on the one side. Mm. And as opposed to the other side is pop and hip hop yep. and jazz exists somewhere else too. And um, we just became really comfortable in that bubble, right? It's almost like a sec- uh, separation, right? But also... Mm segregation <laughs> it's you know we're all in our each own uh, crowd, uh, you know absolutely and uh, honestly it's true and especially with this uh, black lives matter happened in the uh, late may to 2020 um uh, well it, the black lives matter movement was already there before but there was this um incident of george mr george floyd and just with all that I think the world is now we really want to be connected to one another, right? Doesn't, yeah. And so I felt like it was just so timely to be able to interview this person, Black Bach. But also, what do you think of this? How this classical music is going to evolve? What do you think that the classical music as in not music, musically in terms of, but listenership, right? Or who is going to listen? What do you think? Well, to tell you the truth, you mm. know, it's actually from only very recently, I have to say, uh, mm. that I even start to allow myself to, you know, listen to non-classical music. I'm not saying that I didn't allow myself before, but, you know, growing up in Asia, in China, especially that mm, I did study classical music since I was three. It's almost like I felt um, it was sort of like an honor you know i Mm. understood classical music most Mm. of my friends didn't know what it was you know unless they studied and uh but you know fast forward once i came here and i was in kansas and i don't know there was like so i almost was separating myself from the rest of the world because Mm. i was a classical musician and Mm. then i listened to jazz i started off jazz but it was recently yeah maybe you were right talking about you know the recent movements and definitely uh, by going to interview this, you know, Black Buck, our new um, guest coming up soon, I realized music is music. It's mm-hmm. all intergr- you know, interconnected. So, mm-hmm. you know, I actually, I do allow my students to play non-classical music uh, mm-hmm. once in a while. And, uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, I think it's even for us, the classical musicians, I'm, I'm very, glad to be inspired to mm-hmm. start to 
understand listen you know in the past i only listen to non-classical music maybe when i'm cleaning you know but now <laughs> i actually sometimes start up the day i listen to it you know but so i'm still trying to understand all of it but i think that is the new world we're going to be in you know well yeah and also not weird because the this country is in america you know there is the deep rich history of jazz blues right mm -hmm. absolutely and rich history of rock mm. pop sure. and hip-hop hip-hop was born in the bronx oh my so, god right right so then so why do we separate like why even as an educator why do i have to s separate from here is this is music education and you're supposed to be doing that in this classical music tradition. Right. Sometimes you can do pop, but here it is. Here it is classical way. Yeah, sure. I mean, that it's not about right or wrong. Mm -hmm. It is not. And then I love classical music. I'm a classical musician. I relate to classical music more than any other genres. However, however, why can't we just be more like mixed together instead of just separating them? And also even like saying, I allow myself, I allow my students to listen to different genre sounds to me is so wrong because <laughs> why, why, what, who am I? <laughs> right. And because, but it's amazing. Like when I was a teenager, I loved Michael Jackson. <laughs> More than any other composers I'm supposed to be listening. I was listening to Michael Jackson on the way to my piano lesson. I'm like, <laughs> and on the way back, I, you know, in the, in the bus. And uh, I felt so guilty though at that time, like, because I'm supposed to be listening to, you know, Mozart or Bach or whatever. Yeah. But I, I preferred, I had this huge uh, Sony cassette oh, Walkman. Walkman. It was yellow. Yeah, it was yellow, bright yellow, and I put the cassette in, and it was just such a shock. The the first four, dun 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 dun, you know, when you listen to uh, Michael Jackson's "Bad," I was like, oh my gosh, this is so sensational. It was just, I I remember the sensation. So, but somehow I felt guilty, and the guilt actually was carried through throughout my adult life too. Like I, every time I listen to pop or but i love it i still love listening to you know all sorts of uh, pop jazz music and um, when i work out i have to listen to pop i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> exactly because we go into analyzing mode when we listen to classical music you know? i know it's but, hard yeah. yeah exactly i remember a friend of ours uh, got you know i mean i love michael jackson i had this black uh, cassette tape and it was mm -hmm. so cool you know i remember i tried to learn some english or even I couldn't really understand everything but right. and then the violinist he <laughs> was a great uh michael jackson dancer so he was mm. always dancing in front of uh, our classroom when the teacher is not around and he got like in a detention one time or something oh no <laughs> So we're like, okay, no more Michael Jackson, you know, it was just funny. But, you know, I mean, I'm glad actually we like it enough that mm. I'm sure it influenced us in many ways, you know, rhythm yeah. studies and as such. Sure. Anyway, so I am, we are very excited about this new phase of the Piano Pod. And, and in January, we'll have a lot more exciting guests 
coming up. So we can't tell you as of now, but uh, just wanted to tell you this episode, episode number lucky seven with Black Bach will premiere on YouTube and live stream on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch on Tuesday, December 7th at 8 p.m. Eastern. This concludes this special edition of the Piano Pod. Please give us stars and reviews on whatever podcasting platform you use. If you're watching us on YouTube, remember to hit the thumbs up button and be sure to subscribe to our channel. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Bilibili, Instagram, and LinkedIn. The links are in the description below. If you have feedback for us, please leave it in the comments or DM us via social media. Or you can always email us at thepianopodnyc at gmail.com. We will see you next Tuesday, Episode 6, guest Ricardo Hernandez with a guest co-host, Aguiliki Sonis. That's right. Be sure to tune in and goodbye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye.